Hello everybody, I'm Hale Frost, and you're listening to the Warrior Cast Capsule. Today, I will be talking about Alder from Dawn of the Clans. Alder is a lithe, splotchy, gray-brown-and-white she-cat with short, fluffy fur. In the past, she was a rogue. Then she was in Clear Sky's camp. And then, um, she was still in it when it became Sky Clan. So... As a kit, early settler, hunter, and warrior, her name was Alder. It never changed. She appears in Thunder Rising, which is her first appearance, the first battle, a blazing star, a forest divided, path of stars, Mothfly's vision, Thunderstar's echo, allegiance only, Shadowstar's life, allegiance only. Her mother is Misty, her brother is Birch, and her adopted mother is Petal. Um, Kate revealed on her blog that it has never been decided who might be Alder and Birch's father, but she believes it may have been it might have been one of Slash's rogues. Let's see who Slash's rogues are. Slash. Slash's group. Maybe. Let's go with Slash. Let's see his group. Okay. Where's Slash? Okay. I need Slash's group. Here we go. Maybe. Mm. Mm, just a second. Slash. There's probably a category. Slash's cats. Here we go. Let's see. Slash's cats are B. Beach. Beetle. Dawn Mist. Drizzle. Ember. Burnleaf. Frog. Juniper Branch, Moss Tail, um, Pine Needle, Raven Pelt, Red Claw, Slash, Snake, Splinter, Starflower, Stone, Swallow, um, Violet Dawn, and Willow Tail. So, could be one of those cats. One of the male cats, at least. Um, okay. Alder's history. In the dawn... Oh, wait. Okay. In the dawn of the clan's arc, Thunder Rising, Alder, along with her brother Birch, are the kits of a rogue called Misty. Thunder finds not-yet-named Alder and Birch in their den, having just witnessed Clear Sky killing their mother, Misty. He calls for Clear Sky, who curses to himself when he realizes he just killed a mother with kits. The two take them out of the den, and Thunder stays between the kits and their dead mother, so they can't see Misty's body. <clears throat> Thunder suggests that they kill him, kill them, as it is the kindest thing to do, but Thunder and Petal object, Petal stating that she'll look after the kits. Clear Sky is shocked, as Petal has hated Misty, 
but the yellow tabby that she knows says that she knows how it feels to be defen defenseless without a mother with no one to help. Who is Petal's mother? I'm going to check that real quick. Unnamed she-cat. Okay. Thunder decides to help Petal look after them, and she steps over the kits, murmuring that they'll be in a warm nest soon. She picks up Alder whilst... 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 I don't know how to pronounce that. I've seen it before, though. Thunder picks up Birch. Thunder wonders if Clear Sky would have really killed the kits if Petal hadn't decided to take care of them. On the moor, Windrunner and Gorsefur report to Grey Wing that his cats report to Grey Wing and his cats that Clear Sky is expanding his territory. They reveal what happened to Misty, and they searched her nest but couldn't find Alder or Birch Alder or Birch. And Windrunner and Gorst and Windrunner and Gorse Fur think that Clear Sky has killed them. When Bumble is found dying, Clear Sky reveals himself. Thunder demands if he killed Alder or Birch, but he replies that they are fine, being cared for by Petal. Thunder takes a squirrel to Petal and the kits. She thanks them, and Thunder hopes to himself that Alder and Birch grow into healthy cats, and asks what Petal has called them, and she replies that she has named them Alder and Birch. Thunder says that they are good names. Petal chews up some of the squirrel and begins to persuade Alder and Birch to eat some. Alder tries to go to Petal for milk, but she says that they must start eating prey as they are older now. Alder squeaks that they are big kits now and goes back to lapping up the squirrel pulp. The first battle. When Falling Feather, Rip, argues with Clear Sky, Clear Sky brings up Birch and Alder, noting that they were kits, and there would be more in the future. Afterwards, Clear Sky calls for a meeting, and Petal heads over to join him, with Birch and Alder peering after her, eyes shining. Petal tells Alder to stay where they are, were, stay, Petal tells Alder to stay where they were and make sure Birch was with her. When Petal comes up to greet him, Clear Sky barely hears her as he intently watches Birch and Alder from the U, and is noted that Petal has taken them in after Clear Sky had killed their mother, Misty. During the meeting, Clear Sky notes that Alder tugs Birch's tail between her teeth, trying to haul him back between the er trying to haul him back back beneath the U branches. When Quickwater brings up the possibility of fighting Grey Wing, Clear Sky denies being Bumble's murderer and flicks his tail toward Alder and Birch, saying that he rescues cats. As they shift to, the, to a battle training session, Birch asks if they could watch, with Alder tugging on his tail. And Clear Sky permits them, stepping aside as the two gets hurtle forward and skid to a halt beside Petal. <clears throat> As the training session goes on, Alder and Birch stare at Net stare as Nettle careens toward them and Petal commands them to move, making the two shriek and scatter like mice before Nettle collapses onto the ground beside them. 
as Clear Sky takes out Birch and Alder for some hunting training. He tells the ladder she kit to hurry up, and she race, um, she races behind Birch, half running, half slithering, and is noted to be only the size of a baby rabbit, making Clear Sky think that she would have to grow up eventually. Alder, Birch is a male, correct? Yes. Okay. Let's see. Clear Sky pushes on, and it is said that Petal begged him not to take the kits out for training, or to take the kits out training, but Clear Sky had done so anyway. Alder then calls for Birch to help her, prompting Clear Sky to turn around, only for Alder to be gone. Birch leans into a ditch, tugging his sister out by the scruff, and let go. He asks if she was okay, and Alder scrambles to her paws, shakes out her fur, and confirms that she was fine. A moment later, the two hurdle from a fern clump and scramble up the slope, pelts slick against their bodies and ears pressed against their heads. Alder stops a tail length behind Birch and Alder stops a tail length behind Birch and complains that they couldn't run faster. Clear Sky pads around the kits as they catch their breath and tells Birch to wait, prompting Alder to ask if he, ask if he would be by himself. Clear Sky replies that he would be, thrusting his muzzle close to Alder's, making her leap back in surprise, and adds that she would come with him, as they would be playing hide-and-seek. Alder questions his choice, and Clear Sky reasons that it would be useful in the future. Alder asks if they were to hide as Birch waited, and Clear Sky confirms it, confirms it, calling her a smart kit. Then he tells Alder to find a place Birch would never think to look at. Would never think to look at him, and Alder asks if he had if he had any ideas. Clear Sky tells her to hush and slows down that so that Alder will have some energy for the next part of the session. As they look for a spot, Alder catches up to him and complains that there was no place to hide and that they should have stopped in the ferns. Clear Sky informs her to crouch behind a tree so that when Alder, or so that when Birch arrives, she would have space to attack him. Alder, confused, questions his command. as she thought they were playing hide-and-seek, only for Clear Sky to reply that they were training, who wonders why she argues with him. Alder refuses, as he didn't warn Birch, and Clear Sky reasons that he needed to learn. Alder adds that it wasn't fair, as, she would, as he wouldn't be ready, and that it would feel wrong. Clear Sky admires her bravery, but believes she has growing up to do, and responds that although her instincts tell her to stalk her enemy, times were changing, so they must outgrow those, those instincts. I don't like Clear Sky. I don't like him. He's mean. Just wanted to say that he is not a nice cat, and I don't like him. Alder glances at her paws as Clear Sky goes on to speak of being ahead of their enemies, making her in inquire if they had any. Clear Sky explains that every cat wished to steal prey from their territory as an enemy, and suggests for Alder to roll in the mud, 
Alder asks why, and he reasons that it would disguise her scent. She wrinkles her nose and complains that the muddy dip smelled of rotting leaves, only for clear sky to re respond for her to roll herself in it. Alder wriggles onto her back and flops to her side. Once she is done, she complains how she smells, but Clear Sky points out that she lost her scent and suggests for her to pick up a tree to hide pick a tree to, to hide behind. She tells her to hurry and her fur ripples along her spine and pads uneasily to the next trunk, twisting suddenly to dig her nose into her flank. Clear Sky tells her to hide, but Alder complains that her pelt felt weird, and, she, and Clear Sky tells her to crouch in, into a gap between the roots, and to stay low so that Birch wouldn't see her. Despite doing so, she still complains that it felt wrong, as she thought, as he thought they were playing hide-and-seek, yet he wanted her to attack him. Clear Sky replies that he wanted to see if she could surprise him. And she responds that she could do that she could do so without smelling like rotting leaves. She presses her belly to the floor, and Clear Sky reasons that smelling like leaves could be the best weapon she has if Birch was a real enemy. But she points out that he wasn't and sits up. <sighs> she asks why they all couldn't get along as this. As despite living in different places, they didn't have to fight. Clear Sky swipes a pot at her, sheathing his claws before he strikes her ear, but Alder sk staggers from the blow, tripping over a root. Clear Sky argues that he was trying to help her win if she ever got into a fight, and Alder scrambles to her paws, backing away. Clear Sky scolds her for being frightened, and Alder freezes like a rabbit when he lands in front of her, staring at her and trembling and trembling as he touches his muzzle to her forehead. A dog bark rings throughout the area, and Alder ducks out beneath him, pointing out that Birch would be by himself near the big beach. The tree. The kind of tree. Not. There are no beaches. They're, they're not near an ocean. Well, they kind of are, but that's the second series. This is the fifth series. Or first series, depending on how you count it. I count it as the fifth series. Back to Alder's history. She hairs away from him, Clear Sky following her until he pulls her until he pulls past, and Alder squeals for him to save Birch. Alder, horrified, shrieks that the dog that the dog would kill him, and adds that Clear Sky would have to save him. Suddenly Petal arrives and Alder wails her name. Afterwards, Petal calls for the two kits, and they huddle in the crook of the lowest branch, pressing together like fledglings. Clear Sky informs them that it was safe to come down, and Alder lowers herself tail first, trembling as she reaches the ground. Petal licks her, rough, licks her roughly, and Alder shakes out her fur, shuddering as the mud sprinkles onto the floor, and decides that she had enough of training. Petal agrees, and decides to take them home leading them up, leading them down a slope. Alder presses closer to Petal and explains that how they were to be learning how to attack other cats. 
Petal slows to lick some of the mud from Alder's pelt, and the latter adds that Clear Sky wanted her to jump out at Birch when he came to look for them. After meeting Clear Sky and Thunder, Clear Sky reflects at, on Misty's death, mentioning that he would have gone easier if he would have gone easier on her if he had known Misty was protecting Alder and Birch. Then he calls to Petal, who sits near the U with her kits at her side. After he encounters Tom, Alder and Birch greet Clear Sky when he returns, eyes shining happily. Alder and Birch ask if they could train, skipping around him. When Thunder and Lightning Tail arrive to look for Turtle Tail and her kits, Clear Sky thinks of Alder and Birch waiting for him in the hollow and how they would run to him when he arrived, as well as how they wanted to be with him. During the meeting at the Four Oaks, Petal reasons with Jackdaw's cry. Reasons that Jackdaw's cry was brought along because they couldn't leave him with Birch and Alder. Um, the Blazing Star. When a sick bird is discovered by Tall Shadow, Clear Sky soon appears, followed by Petal, Birch, and Alder. Thunder begins to explain what happened to it, but breaks off as the two kits bound forward and peer curiously at the bird. He, he tells them not to and pushes them away with a gentle paw, telling them to stay back. After Birch manages to sniff at the bird, Clear Sky beckons the kits with a jerk of his head, commanding them to get back now. Thunder notices that there is a look of a look of concern in his father's eyes for the kits who aren't even his. The t the kits bound back to Petal, who gathers them close with her tail and licks their ears affectionately. After the leaders talk a bit, little bit more about the blazing star, Clear Sky tells Petal to take his to take he kits back to camp typo. They forgot the T on the, so it says take he kits, but it means take the cats. Clear Sky t tells Petal to take the kits back to the, back to camp, and Petal turns away, leading her kits back into the undergrowth. Later, when Sparrowfur is in Clear Sky's camp, Birch tries to make her more comfortable and mentions that he and Alder like having another young cat in the camp. Just a second... Um, later, when Clear Sky heads back to camp after a gathering, Petal, who had stayed behind to look after the kits, rushes to meet him and says that there is something wrong with Alder. Clear Sky rushes over to the nest Petal had shared with her kits, the kits, and only sees Alder lying comfortably among the moss, with Birch sitting beside her, stroking her tail with one paw. When Petal points out that Alder is not focusing on her and states that something is wrong, One Eye says that he had told Clear Sky, and Petal shifts suddenly to stand in front of her kits, warning them to stay in their nest. When Clear Sky returns to his camp to reclaim his leaders, to reclaim his leadership after One Eye's death, in the clearing. In the clearing, he sees Petal, Birch, and Alder lying in a makeshift nest at the foot of an elder bush. All three of them show 
signs of the sickness from their bloated bellies, sores on their skin, and foam around their jaws. Petal moans as she makes a pitiful effort to lick and comfort the kits, and then Clear Sky is, is confused on what they are doing there. Acorn Fur explains that One Eye made them come, but wouldn't let them help. She, she goes on that he said they would leave the sick cats there to die because they weren't doing anything, weren't doing them any good. The ginger she cat adds that they only got there that day and brought them water and food, but is afraid that it is too late. Cloud Spot says that it might not be and rushes over to the sick cats, explaining that Tall Shadow and Grey Wing went to fetch, went to fetch the Blazing Star. However, Petal passes away, and Acorn Fur meows that when they brought Petal food, she only took one bite and gave the rest to, her, to the kits. Clear Sky notes that they weren't even hers, but she was dedicated them to them right to the end. I liked Petal. After covering the dead she-cat's body with leaves to prevent sickness from spreading, Acorn Fur and Shattered Ice... I like shattered ice as well. Gently lift Petal's body out of the nest, trying not to disturb the kits. We, meanwhile, Cloud Spots chews up some tansy and begins trickling the juices into the kits' mouths. The young cats are barely conscious, but their tongues eagerly lap at the moisture as if they are tormented by thirst. Clear Sky nudges the kits affectionately, not caring about the risk of infection, and greets them as his little ones, promising that they will feel soon that they will soon feel better when birch asks where petal is clear sky lies that she went back to camp and thinks that they are too weak to bear the truth now he decides that he will tell them when they are stronger and birch presses himself close to alder clear sky asks if they should move the kits back to the camp but cloud spots disagrees that they still aren't doing well and need and need the blazing star he also points out that it's best to keep the kits away from the cats who are still healthy, and Clear Sky agrees, leaving Cloud Spots with the kits and limping across the clearing to where Shattered Ice and Acorn Fur are digging a grave. When they are finished burying her, Cloud Spots offers to stay with the kits until the Blazing Star comes, and he will need to make sure it will help them. When Tall Shadow arrives in camp with the Blazing Star, Clear Sky Clear Sky tells her that the kits are very ill and are with cloud spots. All shadow, <laughs> all shadows. That's another typo. They tried to type tall shadow, but they typed all shadows. Interesting. All shadows asks where they are, seeing that she must see them, and Clear Sky offers to show her and limps off in the direction of the small clearing where Birch and Alder are lying. When Tall Shadow asks them to asks him to hurry, Clear Sky points his points with his tail toward the direction the, that the kits are in. How long is left of this? Not very long. Okay. Three books left. Next is A Forest Divided.
Alder is first seen peeking out of the low, spreading yew with her brother, Birch, and is noted that Petal had made their nest after she'd adopted, adopted them. Clear Sky remembers how the kit's mother, as well as Petal, had died, and that Birch and Alder had nearly taken by the sick had nearly been taken by the sickness too, and the blazing star not had the blazing star not saved them. Alder and Birch hurry out to meet Quickwater, and Birch asks if the mouse is for them. Alder dips her head and says that if she tells them where she found it, they could go and catch their own. Clear Sky notes that the littermates are almost full-grown and always eager to hunt. And Clear Sky is proud of the cats they had become, they had become, and is pleased that he had let Petal take them in. Take them in. Probably means take them in. Uh, yes, it means take them in. Quickwater tells them not to be silly and lets them share the mouse, and the young cats blink at her gratefully. After Clear Sky talks with Pink Eyes, Alder, <laughs> Pink Eyes, Alder, oop, forgot to capitalize Alder. Anyway, Alder looks up from her meal and licks her lips, gazing at the old Tom's tail mischievously. The young she-cat lunges and grabs it, rolling onto her back. Alder purrs and pummels it playfully with her hind legs, but Pink Eyes angrily tells her to chase her own tail. Alder freezes with her paws in the air and says that she isn't a dog, but Pink Eyes responds that his tail isn't prey. At that point, a patrol comes in the camp with very little prey, and Clear Sky feels worried, and he notices that Alder and Birch are staring hungrily at Acorn Fur's Starling. I like the name Starling. There's Starling Wings, Starling Feather. How many Starlings are there? Let me check. Characters. S. Sorrel, Spider, Splinter, Star, Stars. There are two Starlings. Starling Feather and Starling Wing. Interesting. I rhymed. Hmm. Okay. Back to, uh this. Alder's history. That's what I was trying to say. Um, later, Birch and Alder are seen batting the tip of Acorn Fur's tail while she lies down, and every now and then the she-cat would whisk it up in the air for one of the young cats to jump for it, and they would purr loudly. Clear Sky wonders where Milkweed's kits are, and remembers how they seemed so frail when they had arrived that he had given them Birch and Alder's nests, and how the young cats had happily made new nests in, the, in a gap in the brambles. When Thistle, which is one of Milkweed's kids, asks to go hunting with Clear Sky's patrol, the leader tells him that he can practice some moves in camp, and sees that Birch and Alder are clearly bored, since Acorn Fur is now sleeping. He asks the young cats to teach Thistle and Clover some Battle moves. Clover is also one of Milkweed's kits. This own Clover are Milkweed's kits. Their father is part of Slash's group, sadly. Splinter. And Alder hurries over, saying that it would be great. Thistle asks to start right away, and Alder agrees. Alder is later seen training Thistle and Clover with Birch. 
and they circled the clearing, their paws pattering softly over the muddy earth, and thistle and clover crouched in the center. Alder tells Thistle to keep his tail down. <clears throat> when Clover tries to jump by bunching her, her hindquarters, she lands skillfully. The second try. She lands skillfully the second try and asks Alder if it is better. Alder agrees that it is much better. Owl Eyes thinks that Alder and Bert should be teaching them how to stalk, not jump. But Alder glances at him and says that Clear Sky asked them to train the kids, not Owl Eyes. The leader tells him to look after the kits, but Thunder argues that Birch, Alder, and Owl Eyes are all looking after them. Alder and Birch are seen later asking Lightning Tail if Acorn Fur, Lightning Tail, and Acorn Fur about life on the moor. Alder, eyes wide, asks if they really hunted in rabbit tunnels, and Lightning Tail answers that he preferred hunting above ground. Although Acorn Fur had, had enjoyed the shelter of the tunnels better. Um. When several cats argue about the fewer hunting patrols, Leaf says that there should be more since they are feeding cats who can't hunt for themselves, and gazes at Birch and Alder as he says so. Later, when Thunder watches Pink Eyes after they begin. Later, when Thunder watches Pink Eyes after they come to the ravine, he notes that the old Tom is clearly at ease in his new home, and it is hard to believe that he is the same cat who had snapped at Birch and Alder for playing with his tail. When Thunder comes to Clear Sky's camp to bring a message about quiet rain, Alder and Birch hop from their nest beneath the bramble before he talks to Clear Sky. Oh, there's a period after bramble. Before he talks to Clear Sky, several of Clear Sky's cats ask about the cats who went with Thunder, and when Lightning Tail tells them that Pink Eyes is happy in his new home, Alder mutters that he had been happy in Clear Sky's camp too. When Clear Sky returns to his camp after Quiet Rain's death, he recalls how Alder and Birch had brought him two voles that they had caught near the snake rocks. Ooh, snake rocks. When Clear Sky had given one of the voles to Starflower, Alder had grunted that when she disappeared, the cats in the camp had thought she had left again. Hmm, interesting. Um, fun fact, Clear Sky, Clear Sky stole his brother and his, um, son's mate. Storm, Greywing was in love with Storm, and Thunder was in love with Starflower, so he took both of them. Those are his mates now. Well, Storm is dead. He doesn't have two mates at the same time. Um, I believe Starflower's dead as well, but so is Clear Sky. I mean, I believe Brambleclaw's the current leader, but a Thunder Clan. Oh, no, Leaf Star. Clear Sky is not in Thunder Clan. Never mind. Um, Leaf Star is the current leader of his clan. Anyway, um,. Where was I? Uh, hmm. Ah, uh, lost my spot. Just a second. Okay. Hmm. Uh, oh. Okay. Path of Stars. 
second to last book, and then Alder's segment will be over. <clears throat> when Clear Sky rushes into camp after Starflower had, has been kidnapped, woo, yay, I don't like Starflower. Maybe she gets better later, but for now, I do not like her at all. Ever. Thorn and Alder spin around when he scrambles in. His cats look at him hostilely. Is that even a word? Let me let me see if that's a word. Hostilely. Copy. Paste. Yes, is hostilely a word? Um it is. Okay then. Hostilely. Weird. Um. And Clear Sky argues with Quickwater for lying, claiming that she was kidnapped, but Alder still watches him through narrowed eyes. Oh, Alder. Quickwater says that they were all from the same group of rogues, and Starflower knows them all. And Alder blinks at Clear Sky, asking how big the group is, but. He answers that he doesn't know. After Clear Sky is asked many more questions by his campmates, Acorn Fur tells Clear Sky that she will come with him, but Birch argues that Starflower might have gone with the rogues freely. Freely. <clears throat> However, Acorn Fur tells him that she is carrying Clear Sky's kits. Who? Starflower? Yes. Starflower, not Acorn Fur who are a part of the group, and Alder glances at her brother, fur, her fur rippling. Rippling? Shouldn't it be bristling? I don't know. I don't really care. I mean, I didn't write this. Or did I? I didn't. She blinks at him and asks if he doesn't remember how the group protected him when their mother died, and Clear Sky feels guilty for killing their mother when she had fought to protect her nest. He recalls how Petal had brought the kits into the group and raised them as her own, and Birch nods, agreeing. Quickwater tries to point out that Starflower might be trustworthy, and when several cats make a prediction that Starflower might not have set up or might have set up her own kidnapping to gather the leaders and attack them, Clear Sky says that they are not helpful. They are not helpless, and Alder nods, agreeing that they can't let the rogues scare them. Sparrowfur announces that she will go with Clear Sky to persuade the other leaders, and Alder follows, stating that she will come too. Clear Sky head for, heads for the camp entrance and is relieved to see Sparrowfeather, Alder, and Acornfur at his heels. In Thunder's camp, in Thunder's camp, Owl Eyes rushes to the camp entrance and announces that Clear Sky is coming with Acornfur, Sparrowfur, and Alder. Thunder asks, for more, Thunder asks for more details, and soon paws scrabble down the ravine beyond the gorse. Clear Sky hurries in, and Acornfur, Alder, and Sparrowfur hurry in behind him, gazes solemn. Clear Sky explains Starflower's situation, and after the kits greet Clear Sky and his cats, Milkweed hurries across the clearing and asks what is happening, her eyes sparkling with worry at seeing Clear Sky. Acorn Fur, Sparrow Fur, and Alder. After Clear Sky and Thunder talk about the ginger talk and the ginger Tom decides not to help his father, Alder 
encouragingly meows or mews that tall shadow might help yeah thunder don't help clear sky ever he's bad bad boy clear sky hurries through the gorse tunnel his campmates following later when clear sky goes to the four trees hollow to meet with slash and the other leaders he thinks of how <clears throat> how he left his campmates prepared and that birch and alder were assigned to stalk through the woods for signs of intruders Um, later when Clear oh, already read that. Later in camp, Clear Sky brings Starflower a rabbit, but she turns it down and says that he should make sure that Birch and Alder get a bit, and she knows that rabbit is their favorite. <clears throat> when there is a meeting called about the rogue cats now living in the groups, Clear Sky says that he has taken in rogues, and that Thorn, Nettle, Birch, and Alder are as loyal as any camp-born cat. However, when the other cats tell Clear Sky that Red was one of Slash's rogues, he thinks back to the dark ginger tom at camp and feels anxious before reminding himself that his own words or thir his own words or thorn, nettle, birches, and alders loyalty. Reminding himself of his own words. At the gathering, Clear Sky watches his cats in camp and sees Quickwater with a hunk of ice in her teeth, and she pads past Birch and Alder, who are sharing tongues at the bottom of the at the bottom of the short slope that leads to Clear Sky's den. In the Super Editions, Moth Flight's Vision. During Micah's burial, Alder stares, stares bleakly at his body. Later, when Moth Flight and Spotted Fur go to Sky Clan to get Bark for Slate, who is sick. Aw, Slate. Oh, the Slate. Aw, poor Slate. I, I like Slate. Hmm. Interesting. She has a brother named Cricket. Who is Cricket? We don't know. Actually, we do. He's in a forest divided. Um. He's killed by Fox. Interesting. Never mind. Oh. Oh, wait, what? How is he living in a forest divided if he is dead? Oh. Oh, oh, oh. It's a bonus scene. Okay, never mind. Back to this. Later, when Moth Flight and Spotted Fur... Oh, already read that. Right, Slate is sick. Nettle asks where they are going, going, and Birch and Alder flank him, their eyes narrowed aggressively. Mothflight defends herself <clears throat> that she is taking bark, not prey. But Alder curls her lip, asking if no one is allowed to help SkyClan, but SkyClan must help them. Spotted Fur and Mothflight try to reason with him, but Alder pads closer and says that they must come back to camp with them, and adds that they don't and adds that they won't try to run, since Clear Sky will only send a bigger patrol to fetch them, and will want to know what they're doing on Sky Clan land. Moth Flight protests that her clanmate is sick, and fights the urge to rake Alder's nose. However, the Wind Clan cats are headed toward the Sky Clan camp, and when Moth Flight hurries, Alder snarls that she seems to be in a hurry. When, okay. 
Mothfly snaps back at the gray and white she-cat that she wants to get it sorted out and go home. Um, when they come, when they come to camp, Alder tells the Wind Clan cats that Clear Sky is in his den, and she jerks her nose ac across the clearing. She tells Mothflight that Spotted Fur can wait outside while she speaks to him and steers the Wind Clan medicine cat up the short, steep slope and through the trees beyond. Alder calls to Clear Sky, and when Starflower, who also comes, asks what Mothflight is doing there, Alder explains to her clanmate that until they found her or that they found her on their land with a camp, with a clanmate. Clear Sky tells Mothflight that she will remain in Sky Clan until Windrunner comes to fetch her, and Mothflight smells Alder and Redclaw close in, close in behind her. When Mothflight and Spotted Fur talk while confined in the Sky Clan camp, Spotted Fur asks Mothflight how they will escape, and he jerks his muzzle toward Alder, who sits still a few tail lengths from the entrance. After they discuss more, Spotted Fur gazes at Alder, who still hasn't moved, and wonders if Skyclan cats don't have to eat. <laughs> Funny. Um, however, Mothflight responds that if the gray and white she-cat were to leave, another cat would take her place. Spotted Fur says that they must escape and talk to Windrunner, and talk to Windrunner to explain Clear Sky's anger, and he suggests dis distracting Alder while he makes for a run for it. He also offers that Mothflight could distract Otter, Alder, not Otter, <laughs> while he runs, but is cut off by the sound of paw steps when Acorn Fur approaches Alder. The medicine cat dips, dips her head to Alder, who nods toward the den. Acorn Fur comes, but tells the Wind Clan cats that she can't help them escape, and she looks at Alder and says that he can't betray her clanmates. Spotted Fur says that they only need to get past Alder, and Mothflight agrees that she can pretend to be ill while Acorn Fur would fetch Alder, so that Spotted Fur would slip out when she is gone, but Acorn Fur objects and protests that Alder will see that Mothflight is okay and Spotted Fur is gone. Before she can continue her speculation, though, um, Mothflight interrupts that Alder will think that she tricked Acorn Fur, but Acorn Fur argues that Alder knows that Mothflight trained her and will suspect her. Mothflight suggests that Acorn Fur gets the other clan's medicine cats and explains what to do, but lowers her voice when Alder returns, ears pricking. Acorn Fur trots past Alder and disappears down the slope. Soon after, when shrieks are heard ripping through the trees, Alder leaps into the hollow, her pelt bu bushed. During the battle, Mothflight sees Alder streak toward Willowtail and warns her clanmate. The tabby whips around and lifts her paws as Alder slams into her. Willowtail briefly staggers, but keeps her balance and hooks her claws into Alder's pelt, and with a hiss of fury, hauls the Skyclan she-cat onto her belly. That's it. That's all the history about Alder, so I guess... Yes, yes. Um... Okay, then. 
Well, that will be all for today's episode. Um, if you haven't yet, make sure you vote for... Um, Ears or Song Leap for next week's tournament uh, thingy. And um, as always, I'm Hale Frost, and you've been listening to the Warrior Cast Castle. Mm-hmm.